Blog Talk Radio. Wad Radio, and this is Patty Holstein, and we're on live, and we're so happy that it's Thursday. I know I'm always happy on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have a special guest, of course. We we had Sandra on here a few weeks ago. Uh, we were doing a tag team leadership thing, and now we're going to do Dream Team Communications. Uh, she's the founder, and we're going to be talking today about chaos of clarity, identifying your triggers. I know we got a person already on the line. And we also have some people in chat. Welcome. And I will get right to you. Let's do an introduction with, I want Sandra to talk to us about, you know, how she got started with this leadership and how she got into live interaction with, with you know, people. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sandra, how are you doing today? Hi, Patty. I'm doing great. And I'm also really happy it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a busy, very busy week. And we're so lucky to have this fabulous weather here in Arizona. Yeah, I rub it in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, talk to I rub it in as often as I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, because we've had a great March and April, and I um, I talk to people all, all over the, the globe, as you know, and in, in other countries, you know, it's still, it's still cold. Um, they, it's rainy in some parts of the world. And uh, we, although we could use some rain, but it's so nice to walk outside, you know, in the morning at 8 a.m. And it's just having your tea out in the backyard is just awesome. That's true. That's definitely true. The mornings are awesome. Yes. Uh, the afternoons are a little warm. <laughs> yes. And the evenings are great, too. I don't know if everybody noticed the, the moon the last couple uh-huh, of yeah. days. It's a very important time with this. Big moon, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We are we're definitely experiencing some awesome weather, and, and the other night was awesome with the, and, you know, usually with the eclipse, we wind up having bad weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't get to see it. But this time, we got to see it, and that was glory. Yes. Did you see that orange moon? Oh, yeah. The blood red moon, yeah. 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 I, I'm definitely into stuff like that. I love that. Well, this blood red moon, right, um, a lot of creativity, the energy of creativity is in the air, and it's so funny. I took a course in uh, Barcelona, Spain years ago, probably eight years ago, and it was about different frequencies of color. Mm. And because I do workshops and trainings on different topics, I'm always interested, whatever class I take, whatever the topic is, how can I use that? in my work, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things that came up with this color orange is that it promotes creativity. So whenever I'm doing an exercise or let's say a group uh, activity, uh-huh. I use orange as much as possible. Like I'll print it on orange paper, things like that. Uh-huh. And Yesterday, or not yesterday, but the day before when the moon was in that blood red, it was, it was the color orange. Mm-hmm. And I spent all day yesterday fine-tuning and finishing the third CD of a series of three. So I thought, <laughs> I thought this is really interesting because that creativity stuff really works. Well, I guess I should have talked to you two days ago then. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in the air. Trust me, it's still in the air. Good, 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 because I have a lot to do, uh, to, lot to do to get some things started. Yeah. Uh, if we do have somebody on the line, I sure hate to hold, have them hold too long. So let's see who it is and see if what they have to ask you. Okay. And then we'll go into your short workshops and, and all the cool stuff you're doing. Okay. Nick Collar, 3425. Hello. Hello, Collar. Hello. 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 This, hello. Can you hear us? Yes. You're you're on live on KWAD Radio. 
Okay. <laughs> Did you have a, a question for Sandra, or you just wanted to hang out with us? Oh, I just wanted to listen in. Okay, okay. I'll put you on hold then. And if you decide you want to do that, want to talk to us and definitely have a question, let us know, okay? Yeah, all questions and comments are welcome. (laughs) Okay. We'll put put her on hold. And uh, and that's a problem. I just can't tell whether or not they have a question or not unless they raise their hand. Okay, there he is. We got several people on, on guests, and of course we got some people already talking uh, on Facebook. Believe it or not, there's a lot of activity, so we're, uh, you might be right about that creativity. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, you know, you've got you've got your you know, interesting idea here. You got the chaos chaos to clarity, and this is a, a, a you know uh, you're dusting off the this information that you that you've done before. So tell us. Uh, about that particular uh, class that, you're, that you've done before. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> for the people that weren't, you know, in the phone call about a month ago, a lot of the things I do are in the corporate uh, arena with regards to communication and the way we do business in, in, a, in many different industries. I do leadership training, sales, negotiation, change management, these type of things. And what keeps coming up is one specific module, which is this issue of clarity. And I'm really big on clarity. If if anybody checks my website, Dream Team Communications, you will see the first sentence says, clarity is power. And what I mean by that is, you know, all these things, information is power, connections is power, knowledge is power. Well, I believe being clear with what your gifts and strengths and talents are and being clear what you want to do with them, in which direction you're going in your life, I believe that is true power. Because when we are crystal clear with how we can contribute and what we want to achieve, everything just gets easier. Uh, Decision-making is super, super smooth if you're very clear what you stand for. And so because this kept coming up in all the workshops, I thought, okay, I will take out that module, you know, Patty, on clarity and create a two-hour workshop, which is specifically for that. So I'm actually going to cover way more than normally would be covered in two hours in this workshop, but it's because I feel there's such a need um, for people to just be more in alignment with what they want and with with who they are. Whenever, Whenever we're not clear, it causes a lot of stress and Many people that I talk to, including myself, I get into these, you know, into these modes as well where you just feel so overwhelmed. Mm. Have you ever had that feeling? And you oh, just yeah. don't know what to do next. A couple times right? a day. <laughs> <laughs> and you would think, it's really funny because you would think in, in the, let's say in the career world, the higher somebody moves up, right? The more experienced they are, the higher they go on the corporate ladder, the easier it is. Well, no. no. (laughs) And the reason for that is because the higher they move up, the more responsibility they have, uh, the more even the more critical it is uh, to maintain their level of credibility, for example, Anybody in any management or leadership role knows that everything you do, when you're in a management leadership role, everything you do, they are watching. Mm. Everything you do, and guess what? Everything you don't do as well. So it doesn't really become less stressful, and it doesn't really become less clear because there's so many different things that you need to be doing. And, And even on top of that, uh, the higher you move up in the leadership ladder, you may be in charge and responsible for many other people, you know, and that's a huge shift in the way you make decisions 
and in how you focus on what you're going to do. There's a, a statistic from a book called The Eighth Habit. You know, you've heard of the seven habits of highly effective people with, with uh, Stephen Covey. He yeah. wrote The Eighth Habit, right? And in that book, there's in the back of the book, if anybody has it, there's wonderful statistics on leadership and how uh, people behave. And one of them is that only that people in leadership positions focus only 13% of their time on their priorities. Only 13%. That's very, very low. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason for that is because they've just got so much to do and all of it seems important. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it, it, uh, it becomes more critical and just with practice and being clear with what you want to represent, I believe, makes it easier and reduces the stress. So that's that's how the idea came for this workshop on clarity. You know, haven't you ever had um, this thought? You do something, right, and then you say to yourself, why do I keep doing that? Gosh, I just wish I didn't do that anymore. <laughs> or or can't I ever say no? <laughs> yeah, for example, that's one behavior, Yeah, not saying no, right? Yeah. And... <laughs> so all of us has, have had this feeling before. Why do I keep doing that? Or why can't I do it this way? Why do I keep making the same mistake? Well, mm. there are certain what I call blueprint patterns. They're personal blueprint patterns that have been imprinted in us even from as, as back as the ages between three and eight. And I've done this particular module even for clients such as BMW because it affects their leadership styles. Hmm. And in this workshop, we're going to explore and do a customized assessment to uncover which of these blueprint patterns are active within your behavior right now. Hmm. And it's really interesting because there are certain ones that are very common, right? Uh, there are some that are less frequent, but they're all ones that you would recognize. And I can give you an example without giving it away for the people that are going to take the workshop, right? I can share a couple of them. And one of them, one, one blueprint pattern is, for example, the belief system, the thought, I have to be perfect. Be perfect. It's just two words. Be perfect. Now, <laughs> if someone has this, let's call it like a recording blueprint pattern in their behavior, in their mind, they, everything they do, they have in the back of their mind that it's got to be perfect. What they define as perfect, which could be really, really high expectations, right? Uh-huh. And a lot of these blueprint patterns originated a long, long time ago. It could be from your parents. It could be from a teacher. It could be from something you witnessed, you know? So so is, it, is, is there not a fine line between uh, when we're putting our head, we need to be perfect, or the other, the other side of that is just doing our very best? That's right. And... That's the key, is knowing when you're just doing your very best. Because guess what? Doing your best is the best you can do. <laughs> I tell my participants that all the time. Yeah. Just do your best, because that is the best you can do. That's it. That's the maximum. <laughs> so even one pattern like this, be perfect, can actually, it's got two sides, right? right. One, you can use it as a strength. And then the other side I call the shadow side, which means, let's give some examples. So if you have this pattern running in your mind, be perfect, how can it help you, right? It can help you. It can also help you. It can be a driver to do your best, to always give your clients the maximum that you can give them, to always be the best you can be in your personal relationships, you know, to be the best you can be for yourself. So it can help you. 
And it has served me well. This is one of mine, and it has. It has served me well. Now, in what situations can it turn to the shadow side, be perfect? What do you think? Well, when it gets to the point where it's actually uh, not healthy for you. That's it. You've, you've pushed yourself so far, and you're not taking any time to yourself. That's right. That's right. Um, for exa- And I know people like this, that they want it to be so perfect, whether it's a project or, or a, it could be a big event in their life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, whatever, buy that car until I have this and this and this, and this is perfect. Or I'm not going to have that baby until this and this and this and this is perfect. Well, oh, guess yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> you see? So it can hold you back. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to uh, finish that book until I've done this, this, and this, and this certification. I know people like that too, oh, right? Yeah. Well, there is such a, there's only one thing that exists, and that is the present. The past is over. The future, you don't even know is going to happen. So the only thing that exists is the present. So the more you live in the present moment, the more power you have, and guess what? The less stress you have. So this be perfect can help you, but it can also create a block if you're waiting for every single T to be, you know, uh, I to be dotted, T to be dashed, whatever. If you wait too long, then the present can pass you by. Yes, I, I have known authors that are writers, because I haven't authored yet, who have spent years and years trying to perfect the book. Yes. I have people right now who's like, well, I really want to work with you, but, well, there really is no but. <laughs> <laughs> Either you want to, uh, and you're going to let the book out of your hands long enough to make it happen, or you're not. Yes. So it's it's important to be clear, and and I, I'm not saying don't be organized, right? I'm not saying don't prepare. Oh, sure. But, but it prepare has to be the over preparation. <laughs> that's right. There's one. There's such a thing as being prepared and organized, and there's another that is just you know being paranoid about it. In in one of my um, CDs, the first CD that I did, I have three CDs. And the whole series is called, It Really Is All About You. (laughs) Because it is. Everything starts with you. And where you are in your mind, in your soul, in your physical self, what state you're in. It starts with you. And that's how you program what your day is going to be like, what your relationships are going to be what your year is going to be like. So there's a series of techniques to help you get on the right, what I call channel. What channel are you on? And at the end of that CD, I put a bonus section in there called uh, Reasons We Procrastinate. Uh (laughs) Yeah, why we procrastinate and and different procrastinator types. There's six procrastinator types. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Would you be interested in knowing what those six are? Yes, definitely. Okay, so one of them is the one we're discussing now, and it's called the neurotic perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes, and I've been there, so, you know, uh, sometimes we just don't get things done and we procrastinate because we're afraid that it's not going to be perfect, or we're afraid we're not perfect enough, or we're afraid we don't have all the parts perfect, whatever. Right. That's called the neurotic perfectionist. That's one of the styles of procrastination. The second one is the big, it's called the big deal chaser. <laughs> and I think that's such a funny name. But it's for people who don't really bother to do the small stuff, and they just focus on the big stuff, the big deal stuff, where they can be the star. Uh, And I tell you, I'm here to tell you, all those small things 
are very important, and they all add up. Because there's no such thing as a small decision. All our decisions are big decisions. They're all important. Huh. You know, it, one, small, one small decision, what, where you're going to sit at a restaurant or in a class, can change your entire future. Wow, that's 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 stress. <laughs> Isn't that true though? So every decision you make affects you long term. There isn't any short short term. So wow. the big deal chaser is someone who focuses on the big stuff and procrastinates until the big project is going to come mm. instead of really just being in the present moment. That's the big deal chaser. That's number two. Number three is the chronic worrier. And those are people who focus on, well, I don't really want to take the trip this month because what if, yeah. you know, it's Easter weekend and there's probably going to be a lot of people oh, yeah. and the hotels will probably be full and I'll have to wait in line at the restaurant. Well, forget it. Then they just never get anything done. Yeah, I know some people like that. Yeah, that's it's, the chronic. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? It's like, it's like, you know, get off the sidewalk, you know? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. They just, they look at what ifs instead of what could be, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the chronic worrier. That's number three. Number four is the, it's called the rebellious rebel. Ah. And I think that's so funny. It's like a double something. <laughs> uh, rebellious rebel. Those are people who procrastinate because they don't like to be told what to do uh-huh. because of whatever reason. You know, it could be things they went through in the past, could be things they're going through now, but they, they procrastinate doing it, and I've met people like this on teams, uh-huh. simply because they want to do it when, it's their, when they're ready mm-hmm. and not when you tell them. Yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they procrastinate. <laughs> That's a rebellious rebel. Number five is the drama addict. <laughs> Those are people who live, thrive on drama in their lives. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep. I, know, I know some people like that too. Yeah. So they wait till the last minute because it's just so exciting and it's just so dramatic because then they can tell everybody they stayed up till four in the morning and whatever. That's <laughs> a drama addict. That's another procrastinator type. And then number six is the angry giver. And I thought that one was really interesting. Number six, Ah. procrastinator type is called the angry giver. And that is someone who likes to be generous, likes to um, be in the spotlight, but they're doing it in sort of a victim mode. (laughs) So so they want to give, but they're tired you know, and they may be doing it with some resistance. Yeah. So they wait till the last minute because they're doing it not out of, not from their heart and out of goodwill, Mm. but because they feel they must do it. So whenever we feel we should or we must, we're we're not really in alignment with our point of power. And that's that's the sixth procrastinator. That's that's interesting. That's actually, you know, that makes sense. And I do that sometimes with with particular things. If I, if I'm if I'm giving too much, if my plate with the free stuff is is runneth over, and the plate of being paid is not enough, yes, then I get resentful. Yes, that's what it is. That's a great word. It's 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 out of resentment. Yeah, and, and then I I get a little snotty sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's like people. I can't keep doing free stuff. You know. Right, exactly. Um, and that puts us in the angry giver mode. It's one of the procrastinator types. So all of us have been in all of these at some point, you know. Um, it's just important to be aware of them and do things when it serves us, mm. when it serves our highest good. And that will reduce the stress, keep you in integrity, and maintain your alignment with what I call your your point of power. Otherwise, you're doing it in a reactive mode, mm. and um, that's not healthy. 
That's not healthy. That's not healthy for those closer to me to either. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because they can feel the ramifications. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've met people that are in the neurotic or they're in the drama or they're in the angry giver, you know? And right. those are not so fun people to be around. <laughs> You'd rather be around someone who's doing something, whatever it is they're doing, out of, you know, out of joy. Sure. And they're yeah. having so much fun For doing it. Passionate reason. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And you get so much more energy when you're doing that, you know? Oh, sure. I love being around people who are in that level, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'm willing to give more to people who are in that, you know, the passionate mode. That's right. Because they're more attractive. Yeah. They're more attractive, and I, when I say attractive, I don't mean just physically attractive, right, although right. although they will appear. It's funny, Patty. They will appear to be more physically attractive because they are in their point of power and they're in their joy. So whenever somebody is in their joy, meaning they're doing something out of the goodness of their heart because they love it, because they're passionate about it, when they're doing something in their joy, you will enjoy them more. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting? Because who would you rather be around, okay? Person A, who's doing something because they love it and they're so thankful and grateful they're doing it, or person B, doing something but wanting to be doing something else. Right. Yeah. That's, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just that, but also coworkers who are in that mode, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely, because it's contagious. All, our, <laughs> yeah. all of our moods, all of our channels, these channels I talk about um, are contagious. So that's, that's one of the other points um, on, on the CD I just did um, this week, which is called Stay You. It's called Stay You. Leading and living from your point of power. Because we tend to give away our power a lot. And when we do that, we start to lose our own identity. You know? And there's a lot of people that have forgotten who they really are. Mm. Everybody's so unique and fabulous. We should remember who we are, what our gifts are, where we're going, and what we can contribute. What happens is we have all of these outside influences, you know. Mm-hmm. Some are internal, some are environmental, some are people, some are whatever. But all these influencers, and we forget who we really are, and we start to um, be so compliant, right, to everybody else. And that, that's just a never-ending story. Because, and I mean never-ending, unlimited if if we're constantly trying to please everybody else, there's there's no end to that because it's all very dynamic. Just like your moods change all day long, you know, in one day you could have, I don't know, 150 different moods. So can you imagine if you're working with three people and they have, all of them have 100 moods, that's 300 plus your 150, that's 450. There's, just, there's no way you're going to, be able to check them all off your list, right? So why right, not, right, right. you know? One of my quotes is, um, anyone can become successful, but everyone is born extraordinary. So okay. if we're all already born extraordinary, why don't we just stick with that? <laughs> <laughs> we try to be everything else. You know, we try to be like the other person or not like the other person or, um, you know, we're constantly measuring ourselves against other things instead of just going inside and being who we really, really are, which is normally magnificent. (laughs) (laughs) Now, does that actually play into the uh, channel? Because I've never heard it uh, said in that way. What are some channels? Yeah, well... That you have. Yes. Well, here's what I mean by channels, and I have like a series of questions you ask yourself in the morning uh, to program your day, right? What channel do I want to be on? 
here's some questions to ask you. So channels are basically the the frequency that you are going to be on. And whatever frequency you're on is how you're going to behave. And it's also what you will be aware of. And it's also what you will attract. For example, if somebody starts off their day with, you know, victim channel or angry channel, grumpy channel. Oh, my God, how many people do you know that? They're yeah. in the grumpy channel. Yeah. They're going to notice every other thing that is about anger, victim, or grumpiness. Right. That's what they're going to notice. They're going to notice it uh, in the morning when they go to McDonald's. They're going to notice it in the car driving to the office. They're going to notice it in the other coworkers. So you program that. So here's the good news, because we are master creators. We can create whatever we want, What and I mean whatever we want. So we are such powerful creators, we can create our own bondage. We can mm. create our own misery. <laughs> guess what? Yeah. We can switch it in a second. So some more positive channels, for example, are you program yourself, right? Okay, today, for example, I'll say, today I want to be on the miracle channel. And so everything that happens to me today, I'm going to view accept and surrender as a miracle. And when I do that, I really remember how many things are miracles. Like, I don't know, uh, that I can talk to someone on Skype in Luxembourg, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's a miracle. Yeah. If I think about it, that, um, I don't know, that I can breathe without really thinking about it. I don't have to think about it when I breathe. I don't have to say, okay, time to take a breath. Mm-hmm. just kind of happened. That's a miracle. Yeah. yeah. So when I do that, other little miracles happen. You know, I'll go somewhere, and it happens that the person sitting next to me, you know, uh, also lived in Vienna at the same time I did. You know, really miracles like that happen when I program it to be on the miracle channel. So in the CD, I list a lot of different channels. I'll, I'll give you some examples. So the miracle channel... The um, happy channel, so I look at everything as happy. Uh, The abundance channel, the connected channel, so everything today is going to be connected somehow. The fun channel, everything's going to be fun. The easy channel, everything today is going to be super, super. I need need that channel more often. (laughs) Yeah, and so you can program it. That's That's the good news. The magic channel the success channel, everything I do today is going to be a success. Uh, the receiving channel, I'm, going to, I'm just going to open myself to receive. So what channel are you on talks about programming your day so that you are more aware of the channel you're on. So in the morning, you ask yourself four questions. One, what channel do I want to be on today? And you create whatever you want. I, I, I give a lot of samples in the CD, but you can create whatever you want. Number two, who do I want to be today? So who do I want to be? Okay, well, I want to be a person that's approachable and that everybody that I meet, is they're going to smile really big. You see, I can program whatever I want. All of us can. Third question is, what is my success signal today? In other words, how will I know that I've succeeded in my channel? And number four, what can I do to help someone else today if you just do that one thing just do one just ask yourself okay today what can i do to help someone else without asking anything in return Mm -hmm. i'm talking just generous right Mm -hmm. and it immediately switches your channel immediately did you know that when you do something from your heart for someone else without expecting anything in return, just because you want to, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's studies that have shown that when you do that, like let's say, I don't know, I help somebody, uh, an elderly person put their groceries in their their trunk, right? I'm at Fry's and I help somebody. The serotonin level, serotonin is a chemical in the brain, right? 
they call it the whatever happy hormone, their serotonin levels go up when I do something positive for them. And guess what? The serotonin levels in my brain also go up. And here's the miracle. The serotonin levels, whoever witnesses that, goes up. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So that, that you're creating a bigger circle. Yes. Just with one action. Yes. Wow. For everybody involved. And that is also contagious. So those are questions to ask yourself to put you on a better channel. And the, the good thing about it is when you do that with awareness, you're in proactive mode. So as human beings, and I, I use proactive and reactive in a lot of my business trainings, but it works in your personal life as well, you always will feel more empowered and feel stronger and happier when you're in proactive mode because you are making all your decisions. You're not reacting to everything else that's going on around you. But that doesn't mean other things are not going to have an impact. That's fine. But you can decide how you're going to react. You decide how you're going to react every second, actually. Nobody else does. So that's the, that's the what channel are you on um, CD. So I'm, I'll refer to that a lot in the workshop, um, the chaos to clarity, because the way it's related is this proactive issue. You know, we can decide how these blueprints are going to either help us, support us, or how they're going to block us. Hmm. That's how it's related. Well, how do, uh, if you're going to have, uh, in what ways do you get on the right channel? Is it just simply that you need to uh, plan it in the morning? You can. So wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say, I want to be on this channel? Yep. I do that every single day. And I ask myself, okay, who do I want to be? And I ask myself, what, what's one thing I can do to help somebody else? And then during the day, so you can start off in the right channel, right, because you're going to program it. Mm-hmm. But stuff's going to happen. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Get you off track. <laughs> and so I've listed, I think it's 25 different ways on the, cha- on the CD, to get you back on the right track. And a lot of those are feel-good type of things. So whatever you need to do, and you make a list for yourself because everyone's different, but some of mine to get me back on the right channel are talking to friends, listening to music that I like to listen to, uh, making a quick list of what I'm grateful for. I'll just stop in the middle of the day, and I have a, a, a... gratitude bowl it's like a Uh like a you know like a fish bowl Uh and I have little colored pieces of paper and I'll if I if I'm down or if I'm taking a break I'll just write down two or three things that I'm so happy about in my life and I'll put it in there that immediately puts me on a better channel yeah you know reminds uh, you of what you you know a a change in direction there yes and it puts you in the present Hmm. so every time we're in the past or the future, those are the only times we're under stress. If you're focusing on what all the good things that are happening right now, if you're in gratitude channel, impossible for you to be stressed. You cannot be stressed and be in gratitude at the same time. It's impossible. <laughs> so you can switch. It really is just like a remote control. You can switch to whatever you want. Other, other ideas... Um, Listen to a comedy show. That immediately puts you on a good channel. Uh, Get up and dance. Uh, Go outside. Walk barefoot in the grass. Um, I have ride in a convertible because I love convertibles. (laughs) Uh, Do something creative. Uh, Kiss someone that you're attracted to. All these things. That always works for me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You bet. So there's a lot of things you can do to put yourself on a channel, a more positive channel that you want to be on. And it's, it's all contagious. And one of the big things is to also surround yourself with people that are a supportive network, you know. 
That's one of the influential factors that I discuss in the CD, this last CD, Stay You. Very important, what people are in your life and who you're listening to and who you're taking advice from and really just who you're hanging out with, you know? There are some people that you get a lot of energy from, you know? Have you been with someone that you're like, oh, gosh, I just love to be with Patty because when I finish talking to her, I just feel so energized. I feel so positive, (laughs) you know? I had somebody tell me that today, and actually, I made my day. Of course. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you. And then there are other people that you're just exhausted. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. They're they're so into the, uh, well, you know, living in the past. Yeah, I think is one of the one of the hardest things that I that I've seen with uh, with some authors. Yes, and it really does drag, you know, drags everybody down. <laughs> That's right. It could be someone living in the past. It could be someone, and because they do that, then they're they focus on the negative. You know, mm-hmm. so. It's always so important to remember whatever we focus on expands. Whatever we focus on expands. So all your thoughts throughout the day, if you're focusing on, oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have the perfect whatever job. Mm -hmm. Then that's going to expand. You're just going to stay on that wavelength. Mm. Whether... Now, if I focus on, well, I could have this and this, and these are my three choices, that's going to expand as well. So mm-hmm. always good to focus on all the positives that you already have and accept it, and that actually is the secret to moving forward because then you're not uh, in a resistant mode. You're in an open, trusting mode. Because you're in gratitude. So gratitude is a very uh, high frequency to be on, mentally, spiritually, physically even. Whenever you're feeling thankful for something, you, you physically actually feel better. It's really, it's very interesting. I've known people who seem to, you know, just, they make it happen. Yeah. And, and it's like they don't have to worry about money. And so you sit there watching, you know, watching them, and, and it seems like no matter what they do and what they touch, they seem to make money. And they would, they, you know, I asked a few of them uh, in the past. I said, "So, uh, what's your secret of your success?" And says, "Not watching it, not watching the money. Your you're focus in front of you, and not not worried about whether or not it's coming in behind you." And I said, "Yes, but if you do too much free stuff, yes, there again, there is that part, but you have to." Uh, you have to balance your life, and then it'll balance for you. Yeah, and that's a very trusting way to be, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure how, you know, it's like, okay, I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay to get to go in and out of that. You know, the more you're in it, the more you're in trusting and surrender, the more it will happen. Because if you think about it, you know, we can learn so much from from just nature. You know how people say we learn so much from nature. Mm-hmm. Nature, animals, you know, nature meaning the earth, the trees, the seasons, right? right? So what nature shows us is that change is constant, right? Right. So every single living thing, whether it's a plant, whether it's you, whether it's a blade of grass, whether it's a bird, is either growing or dying. Mm, yeah. It's never staying the same, ever. So knowing this means that there is a constant movement, constant change of energy. There's so many cycles. So taking that same concept, because that's nature, that's organic, that's what exists, the same it is, with our abundance and money. So if you think of it that way, then it's very important and very natural, organic, to keep things moving. Which means 
when you pay stuff, when you write checks, when you give things away or give your time, just know that there is a cycle that's going to bring it back to you. So it's always leaving, coming, leaving, coming, giving, receiving, giving, receiving. It's a cycle. When we stop that cycle and we're in fear mode, oh, I don't know, I don't think I should do that, that creates a block, creates an energetic block. Nature doesn't stop. It doesn't say, oh, okay, it hasn't rained in whatever, so I'm just going to, you know, take a time out and not breathe today. (laughs) (laughs) I still have a whole bunch of birds in my backyard, you know, trying to drink from my pool. (laughs) They don't stop. It's, It's constant. So if I look at it that way, that helps me, and I hope that helps you and maybe some of the listeners to think about it. Um, you, were talk, you were talking about how uh, sometimes we give our power away. Yes. In what ways do we do that? Oh, well, the most obvious ones are compliance, right, doing what we really don't want to do, mm. um, peer pressure, just doing it because everybody else said you should do it. Mm-hmm. Um, not speaking up. Actually, not speaking up is a way to give away your power because when you are witnessing something that you know is not right or that you know is not in integrity and you don't say something, then you are kind of an accomplice, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are all ways we give away our power. One that people may not realize is... Uh, blame. So when you blame others, you're actually giving away your power because you are actually saying that they have more control than you do. Huh. Yep. You're actually giving them your own power and, and you're doing it willingly. Wow. Yeah. So whenever you blame or criticize somebody else, you're giving away your power. Your power is to be in your own space, in, in alignment with what you know is right. But criticizing and blaming someone else doesn't give you any power. As a matter of fact, if you think about it, whenever you're criticizing, what, what happens whenever you're criticizing or even if you're listening to somebody else criticize someone, you, normally you don't feel so hot. You don't feel good afterwards, do you? No. No. Because some of the power that you have as, as, a, as, a, as a powerful master creator, you're giving it away. So that's, that's one of the ways we give away our power. Those all are ways. Um, doing things we don't want to do. You know, we do that all the time. Not all the time, but some people do it all the time. I, I talked to a friend of mine who's in, um, in a leadership position supervises probably about 500 people. And I remember once he was going to an event in the evening and he was saying, oh, I just don't want to do this. Oh, I hate doing these things. And I, and I said, well, what? you know, you paid your dues. You've been working at this company for two or three decades. So why do you do it? It wasn't something it was mandatory for him to do, right? Uh-huh. And he, this was his answer. Well... You know, I'm just a good guy. I just like to be a good guy. (laughs) And I said, okay, so let me get this straight. So you're going with these people, you know, other colleagues or whatever, just to be a good guy. When you're really, you're going to hate it the whole time you're there. He said, yes. It was was some kind of a barbecue or something. It was like a social event. And uh, I said, then really you're not being a good guy. You're being a liar. Mm. Yeah. And he was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because you're lying to them when you really don't want to be there. And most importantly, you're lying to yourself. So I think it's okay once in a while. You know, it could be on a personal level. You know how, how we do things with friends when you really don't want to go? Yes. It's just, it doesn't, nobody's going to, if they're really friends, if they really love you mm-hmm. and you say, you know, I'm just too exhausted today or whatever the reason is, mm-hmm. uh, nothing's going to happen. 
As a matter of fact, people respect you more. Mm-hmm. They'll say, so well, they say, yeah. oh, of course, you know, you've got to take care of yourself. And then suddenly it becomes, you know, uh, an empowering thing. That's right. So all these people that do things because they say they just want to be a good guy or they just want to not cause any waves, it's really a, it's a cop-out in my opinion. So do things with awareness, you know, uh-huh. whether you want to or not, but be honest about it. Be authentic. Be genuine. And that's how you, you stay in your true power. We, we give away our power in way more ways than, than we realize. And that, of course, could cause chaos. Absolutely. So tell us, uh, uh, when you're doing your, uh, your workshop that's coming up, tell us about when that is and how to get a hold of you. Yes. So the workshop is called Chaos to Clarity. It's on Tuesday night, April 29th. It's a, it's a Tuesday night, April 29th at 6.30 p.m. And it is in Tempe, Arizona. It's in a gorgeous place uh, called Shrine of Holy Wisdom. Mm -hmm. And the address is 5025 South Ash, A-S-H, South Ash Avenue. And it is off, it's in a really great location. And I I love this temple because uh, it's got just fabulous energy. It's really peaceful. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, I've done one other workshop there and, when people walked in, they really liked it. Um, so I, I thought I would do that again for, for this temple. And that's one of the reasons why the price is so reasonable, because most of it's going to go for the Holy Shrine. Um, this kind of workshop is normally a couple of hundred dollars with the information we're going to be dealing with. It's $45. Um, you pay online, and you just go to my website, www dreamteamcommunications.com already already included that in the information down in the chat everyone also a direct link to her Astro Chaos to Clarity class so that way you can take a look at it and of course uh, the PayPal buttons already there uh, so yeah definitely take a look at that website and, and obviously Sandra's got so much information to give you there I mean she's packed with some really awesome stuff it's going to be really fun, I promise. And yes. everybody who comes gets a free CD of your choice of my of my uh, the variety of CDs that I've produced. Uh, I've decided that information just needs to get out there as quickly as possible. So that's another kind of bonus for this uh, workshop. I know you talked about two different CDs. CD number two is about taking back your power. That's right. So CD number one is what channel are you on? And that's all about your attitude and programming your day. And I talk about procrastination at the end. That's CD one. CD number two is called Take Back Your Power. And I list eight different ways we give away our power and more ways to get it back. And at the end of that CD, there is some power affirmations as a bonus. And then CD number three is the newest one, which is called Stay You, Leading and Living from Your Point of Power. And in that one, I talk about five key influential factors. And I have a a really cool new exercise in it which is called um, Uncovering Your Sweet Spot, which is a little teaser for my next book. Yeah, your personal sweet yes, not sexual, Patty. No, Don't no, no. You and I were talking about the sweet spot when it comes to business, remember? Oh, okay, okay. I, thought, <laughs> I heard some giggling there. That, but that's not a bad idea, actually. That could be a chapter. So ident- <laughs> identifying your personal sweet spot is part of that CD as well. And I have some actually very new affirmations in that one about honoring your, your true self and being in authentic alignment. So those are the three CDs. What channel are you on? Take back your power and stay you. That is just so awesome. And, of course, we always enjoy talking to you. Uh, real fast, you. everybody to know that uh, you, know, you can get a hold of, of Sandra as well on her uh, Facebook page. Tell us about that. 
Yes. So I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. It's Sandra Signs, S-A-E-N-Z, or go to dreamteamcommunications.com. And uh, I'll be around most of May uh, here in Arizona. So I'm very excited and very open to meeting new people and uh, expanding my network here locally now that I'm back in the good old USA. <laughs> and you get it around to a lot of different countries. Yes, 32. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's yeah. like crazy, crazy lady, huh? Yeah, so I'm excited. I I want to stay here more. With the, there may be one trip to uh, Brazil in September, just because I I absolutely love the Brazilian people, and uh, I have two clients there uh, in Rio de Janeiro specifically. So if I can organize a workshop in September, I will. I'll do that. I think it's October, November is their summer. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a good, that's a kind of a good time to go. I'll have to talk to you sometime just to sit down and talk to you about how in the world you do all these different uh, pay, uh, workshops in other countries. How do you organize that? Yeah, anytime, Patty. Fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's a, I'm very, very, very blessed. I'm very happy with all the people that I've met all over the world. I'm very lucky, very fortunate. <laughs> Well, we're on our last three minutes, and I wanted to let everyone know that uh, definitely we're going to also be talking to Sandra's cohort, a friend of hers, Ben, uh, next Tuesday. But before that, we will have our space show, and now we're talking about space and, you know, like in space in your apartment. I'm talking about space out there in the cosmos, and that's going to be on this Sunday and some 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and that, of course, is going to be with our good friend Donald Jocks, who's going to be giving his rendition, of course, of what he thinks the future in space is going to be like. So it's, wow. uh, <laughs> That sounds really interesting and appropriate for Easter Sunday. Yes. Well, you know, I, so I warned him, I said, well, you know, it's Easter. And I said, but you know, in the evening, I think that people will be ready to talk about, you know, uh, expansion in space. Wow. <laughs> awesome. So I also wanted to let everyone know that the Leprechaun, of course, is right around the corner, and they're one of our sponsored conventions. And that's leprechaun.org slash lep40. Uh, find out more information. We've got some special deals coming up for one in, uh, for uh, Saturday and for Friday night. So uh, definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, as you guys know, I'm everywhere. So, you know, say come by and say hi. I heard you on the radio. I absolutely love it when people say that to me. <laughs> makes it all this worthwhile. <laughs> Absolutely. Do, do you have time for any questions if people call in? I they have very short. Okay. Minutes, but they have been very quiet. They're sitting there. Okay, great. They're sitting there. Uh, they already given them the information on on being able to call in, so they know. And of course, we have a person who's been been on hold the whole time. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> she she's been she's been on hold she's been holding on there she's she's just you know sitting there so it's uh you know I'm sure she got a lot out of the show and yes. and definitely they 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 know about it they were again they're sitting there waiting they're not doing anything about it but okay that's great well, hopefully they they're writing it. things down yes. so that way they can uh, you know walk away with all this great information you're giving them good I hope so too. So with that, I'm going to say good night. And okay. thanks so much, Sandra, for coming on with me again. Thank you, Patty. I really, really appreciate having you. I really time. wanted to focus on, on, you know, what you had coming up. So I'm glad we did that. Yes, April 29th, 6.30 p.m. Be there. Be there, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Patty. Thank you.